So on last week, we had gotten together and we're recording a podcast about our wish list for Pokemon TCG Live and then what Pokemon TCG Live is and is going to be was revealed to us, so that episode is ruined. So here we are, back at it again, trying to talk about PTCG Live and today's topic is how to prepare your account for PTCG Live. We're going to talk about the sun setting. The sun setting of TCGO. I know, it's sad times. So what we're going to do is I am a very uninformed player in terms of what to do to prepare my account, and you have done a lot more research. So I'm going to interview you about how to prepare my account, my old PTCGO account, for the new PTCG Live. So Owen, I have been playing for several years now. I have quite the collection. I've worked very hard on it. And I'm trying not to lose anything that I have while also maximizing benefit. So my first question is, in terms of packs, will my packs carry over? And how can I maximize the benefit of getting packs valued over in PTCG Live? I think we should probably start by saying, for those who are not informed, and why we're doing this podcast is that TCG Live, there will be no trading in it. So you personally will have to do all the maximizing yourself prior to this basic sunsetting of TCGL. This is why we're making this podcast. Okay. When TCG Live comes out, you really can't go and buy everything to get your account ready. It's wiser to basically do... I guess I have this strategy guide, and that's what the podcast is about. So to answer your question... You need 125 packs, not chests, not avatar items, not league promos. You need 125 packs to maximize the transfer of packs to crystals. So TCG Live is doing a crystal system and you can only transfer 125 unopened packs. Do we know what the value of those packs will be in terms of the crystals? We do not know. I think this is a preventative measure from people just buying and holding an insane amount of crystals. So if you went out and bought like 10,000 Steam Siege packs, you couldn't just grind them up for crystals for the end of time, basically. Right. So Steam Siege, why do you say that set? Is that just a cheaper set right now? Steam Siege is notorious for being one of the most unliked sets from the X and Y era. It's not the worst set. I think it's a pretty decent set. The problem with Steam Siege is they printed a lot, a lot of Steam Siege. So there's just floating codes of Steam Siege all over the place. And it was on the tail end of X and Y. So by the time Sun and Moon and that rolled around, Steam Siege was like, there wasn't very many good decks from Steam Siege. Like the only deck I can think of off the top of my head from Steam Siege that's really good is Vulcanian. Yeah, I'm looking at Steam Siege prices right now, and it looks like they are probably the cheapest pack. It's like 10 to 13 cents a pack, so if you wanted to go buy 125 of them, you'd pay, you know, 13 bucks. Seems like pretty good value for just if you don't have any packs already right now. So the Owen strategy, basic strategy number one, is to make sure you have 125 packs of just whatever, whatever's cheapest. And it can go, like I said, it it can't be the League promos, it can't be the Avatar items, and it can't be the Uncommon or the Ultra Rare Chests. They have to actually be physical Pokemon products. I assume not not the weird six-card stuff. Correct. Too. I assume just ten-card. To be safe, 
buy cheap full packs, whether it's Steam Siege, it's Vivid Voltage, Burning Shadows was pretty common, Crimson Invasion was pretty common. Or trade for those things, right? Oh, yeah, trade. 125 packs of cheap, of relatively, uh, I guess, undesirable packs. And they will convert the same as even if you had 125 Evolving Skies or you had 125 Crimson Invasion. They will convert to 6,200 crystals. But we have no idea how many, like how valuable 6,200 crystals is. No, but it's the maximum you can get. So that's a... You're taking something of a risk by doing it because you're saying, okay, I'm saying that those packs are going to be cheaper than the crystals will be. Correct. All the packs will be basically grinded up into crystals. If you have 4,000 packs, okay. you're getting 6,200 crystals. And if you have 125 packs, you're getting 6,200 crystals. The same number. You can either trade the packs off for other stuff, or you can just hold the packs for crystals. You only truly, the floor, the absolute minimum you should hold is 125 packs. You mean the absolute maximum. The Correct. Absolute I'm maximum. sorry. The absolute maximum amount of packs. Strategy number two, to save you a little bit of money, is... If you have any tournament tickets left, go into the tournaments and play all your tournament tickets down to zero. Uh, that way you could earn some packs on the way. Yes, yeah, so you can save yourself a tiny bit of money and get packs. Get some coins for some lock packs, like on certain cards that you're chasing. Or you can just buy whatever packs and then you can sit on those lock packs. Because I believe lock packs also transfer over. So if you have 125 lock packs, those also count towards your 6,200 crystals. Is that separate? Crystals. The, the lock packs count or they don't count? They do count. Towards the t 125. Correct. So can you have 250 total or just 125? No, 125. 125 of any combination of oh, packs. Oh, okay. Yes. So if you have like 100 locked Evo Skies packs and you have 25 tradable Vivid Voltage, that's, a, that's 125 packs. You're getting 6,200 crystals. From my understanding, only 125 packs, unopened packs. It doesn't specify locked, unlocked. I assume that's both. Good to know. So if you take those coins, those coin packs, you can hold, you can spend your coins because they do offer coins. So if you get first place in these eight ticket tournaments, they'll give you like, it's like three Evolving Skies packs, three random packs, and it could be from black and white all the way to Evolving Skies. So you have basically three generations of packs, and then you get about 400 coins, which is essentially getting eight packs. If you're really like chasing a card, then I suggest doing that because then... Your odds of getting whatever chase cards. So, like, let's say you're you're chasing like a uh, Shadow Rider V Max or something like that. You can dump your coin packs into into Chilling Rain and then just keep trying to open the Chilling Rain packs because it's really like if you're buying like Steam Siege or Crimson Invasion or these like cheap packs, it's only gonna cost you like maybe somewhere between ten and fifteen dollars, and that's not a huge huge investment to get the maximum amount of crystals. So if you're like kind of totally. chasing something, yes, I highly suggest taking your coin packs and then picking a card that you really, really are looking for a deck for. So maybe if you're like building Urshifu or you're building you're building Shadow Rider, Ice Rider, or maybe you're even building like Suicune, Ludicolo, some of these tier one decks you just don't have the cards for, I suggest putting your coins in there. Try to open that those cards specifically. Because ten dollars is not that big of an investment to get maximum crystals, in my opinion. No, that's that's not a big deal. And the risk reward is, I think, is is too good. But if you literally have everything, then then yeah, just take your coins, put them in packs, and then just set. All right. What's step number three? Step number three. I highly, highly suggest you start chasing the big monster, ultra rare V Max, rainbow rare cards. It's very, very safe to say that these are going to require the most crystals and they're going to require the most dust to make. 
Good. Okay. Smart. So I highly, highly suggest picking up relevant VMAX Pokemon now. Because their V counterparts are going to be extremely easy, are going to be much, I think they're going to be easier to craft. Okay. There's no world where I can see Shadow Rider V and Shadow Rider V Max being the same amount of dust to craft. No, there's no way. So I highly suggest, and then this is this is another secret I don't think a lot of people, obviously you want all the tier one decks, right? Sure. So what I'm currently doing is I am currently buying a lot of low value VMAXs and I'm buying a lot of the tier. Well, first I'm buying a lot of the tier one VMAXs. And then from there, next, I'm buying a lot of the uh, fringe cheap VMAXs. So like Blaziken VMAX is only worth three packs right now. Togekiss okay. VMAX is not worth a lot right now. Pikachu VMAX is also not worth hardly anything right now. So why are you getting these? Why are you getting these just in case they'll be good in the future? Yeah. Um, I mean, we kind of know that Blaziken VMAX is good. It's not It's not tier one, but it does. It can and sometimes wins tournaments. And if you want to play stuff with Blaziken, I suggest you pick it up now rather than try to grind for the dust, basically. I see. I see. So anything, any cards you might win in the future, just try to grind for them now in case they're really expensive. Correct. And I think the maximum rarity stuff is the stuff, like the VMAX stuff. Um, if you're like a full art trainer kind of guy, I highly suggest, highly, highly suggest those. If you're like a bling account guy, and you want like full, full arts and everything like that, you should pick them up now. Because those cards are going to be expensive to make with dust. I'm going to assume that like rainbow rares and stuff like that are just going to be insanely, they're going to be much, much harder to make than like your regular art Vs. Of course. So I highly suggest you get that stuff now while it's cheap. And then slowly work your way down to the V Pokemon. Yeah, the V Pokemon are not worth a whole lot, but I'd rather take the chance. If I only have a finite pool of packs, I'm going to take the chance and bu- and buying all the V Maxes. And then maybe later, like something like Umbreon V or Jolteon V, it's not going to be so crazy to make dust for those. Because they're just regular regular Vs. I think the the more the rare card, the more dust it's going to be worth, regardless of how good it is or how valuable it is right now in the trading market. I think a lot of the VMAXs are going to all probably about be around the same dust price. So you don't want to put dust towards Blaziken V Max if you're not like you're like ah it's fringe like you should just pick it up now while it's really really cheap. It's only three packs, maybe it's like less than a like a dollar maybe in Evolving Skies. Right. So it's like, eh, you probably pick right. that up rather than the giant headache and try to spend the crystals or the dust trying to make it. What about the cards that I do currently have in my collection? Should I do something to clean those up? Yes. They have said that right now they're only bringing cards over from Lost Thunder on. They're only bringing four copies of each card. One A-Spec card and one Prism Star card and one V-Union part. Okay. And then 59 copies of Basic Energy. It says additional copies will not be transferred. Now, originally this press release stated that they were going to be grinded up into... Extra cards will be grinded up into dust. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think the line has been removed. Oh, they took that out? I didn't know they took that out. I was still functioning. There was a tiny debacle on Twitter. Ah, this is good to know. Alex Shemansky posted a couple days ago, like, where did this line go? Let's see here. It says, 
Additional copies beyond these limits will not be transferred, but instead will be converted into in-game currency that can be redeemed for cards, for in-game cards and accessories. That line has been dropped. It now states wow. additional copies beyond these limits will not transfer. Wow. So they, I did not realize they changed that. That's huge. It means you're not getting any gems or dust. Right. And then it now has been replaced with that. And then below that, many coins, card sleeves, and deck boxes are transferable with a maximum of one per copy. Additional copies of coins, sleeves, card packs, and deck boxes will not be transferred. So now they have completely wiped, basically... They've changed the tune there. You are only limited to those quantities. So four of every card, one ace back, one prism star, one V union piece, one of each of the okay. four pieces. Later, black and white content will be transferred. Hargold so silver, sorry, is not getting transferred. So all your very valuable primes and stuff like that that were tradable and worth insane amount of packs and money are no longer valuable. So those are all gone. Sorry. It's going to be some unhappy people here. There's some. There's definitely some very unhappy people. That's for sure. Um, some people happy. Some people very unhappy. I understand both sides. So, do you have any other tips for us? So, to answer your long question, my strategy number four is that you find a handful of your friends and you begin swapping cards to a point where, if you have extra cards over quantity four, that you either give them and swap them with your friends. Okay. This is kind of a long and tedious process, but it'll save you a decent amount of headache and a decent amount of dust in the long run. Right, right. So if, you are, if you're friends with somebody and you have a couple of your, your playtesting partners, you're like, hey, let's just go through our cards and just like swap around like, hey, do you guys need Dimension Valley? Like I have, I have like seven locked copies of Dimension Valley and I have these four tradable copies. Does anybody need Dimension Valleys? And that'll just save sure. your homies later down the road. Like if they're playing Expanded... They're like, man, I don't have Dimension Valleys. I have to go waste my dust on, or crystals, dust, crystals, whatever, coins on Dimension Valleys. I really don't want to. Just go with your homies and be like, hey, I got four copies of Dimension Valleys. I need copies of Elixir, like Max Elixir. Can someone swap me? I would start with the trainers because in the Expanded, I think trainers are the biggest, like that's the most of like the broken and most overpowered pieces of Expanded are a lot of the older trainers from Black and White and right. X and Y. You'd be surprised. Like, we've rolled up to expanded regionals, and people are like, yeah, man, I need focus sashes. <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, who yeah. the heck has focus sashes from Furious Fists X and Y? And then you're like, oh, man, I have to go through, like, the bu- you have to go through like the bulk. Like, Robert, expanded is almost 10 years worth of sets. We're almost yeah. there. Next year will be about 10 years worth of expanded sets. Black and White, I think, came That's out insane. in, like, 2011. Like, asking for, like, a trainer card from somewhere between, like, 10 years is going to be annoying. Yeah, totally. I like this idea of getting together with your friends and just having a swap fest. I think that's a super smart strategy. Because I know at some point we will probably be playing Expanded. I know standard format. I know, like, 95% of the time we're playing standard format. But Expanded is also a fun format. And it is relevant. Yeah, it's definitely an important format to a lot of players, for sure. Cool. You got any other tips for cleaning up or preparing your account before the sunset? I don't really have any more tips. I think I kind of mentioned this earlier. If you already have your 125 packs, you should then respend your remaining coins on chase cards that you're chasing. Do coins, does anything happen to coins? Coins do not carry over, no. Okay. So the only thing that carries over is you basically 125 packs... Four of each copy of Pokemon, does anything else carry over? 
some of your like wearables, right? Like your character stuff. No, avatar items do not carry over. It's deck boxes, coins, and uh, certain in-game items like sleeves. So here are the items that do not carry over. Good to know. Hargo Soul Silver items, avatars, unopened products and bundles, which would be like tins. I think theme decks are also included in that. So if you have those, just open them. Avatar boxes, which are pretty much worthless now, sorry. The uncommon and ultra rare chests. You should just open those straight up because you get coins and cards out of those. They are not carrying over. Your coins don't carry over. Your friends don't carry over. And your necklaces don't carry over. So those are the couple things that don't carry over. Perfect. So my prediction, this is kind of like, this is the, the final, the final wrap up. This is the end game. I'm calling it the, the end game of the sunset. So in the final days, okay. I've been watching the markets carefully. I've been watching trade offers, buy and sell on, uh, it's on ptcgozone.com. It basically is like a, it's like a website that takes all the, tra- it goes all in all the public trade offers. And it finds the lowest sell price, and it finds the highest buy price, basically. Yeah, super helpful website. You it's use a it all super helpful website because TCGO is weird. You can't like buy you can't buy cards with the coins, which is the such a weird system. So you trade packs, right. and you're trying to figure out what card is assigned to what pack value. And this is like a great website on how to figure out like closing the gaps, like what stuff is worth. But anyways, I've been following the markets, and it's been telling me how many offers are being. Like a certain card, how many people are selling it and how many people are buying it. Okay. If you've been looking in the past like week or so, ever since live was announced, people are buying cards up for their accounts. They're trying to prep their accounts right now. Yeah. And there's not a ton of sellers. And there are a lot of cards that are approaching the zero mark. In terms of how how expensive they are? No, people are approaching the zero mark on like selling. Like cards are, there are certain cards that are running out. That's crazy. So, Robert, would you like to know what some of these cards are? Yeah, definitely. What cards are running out? So, what I've noticed, cards that are kind of running out, it's kind of weird. It's not the tier one stuff. The stuff that's running out is the older stuff. When you say tier one, you mean tier one and standard? Like, like is like Battle Compressor running out? That kind of thing? So, right now, as of the recording of this podcast, there's only currently one Victini V on the public offers. One. Okay. It was about like 20 yesterday, and I think it was like 40 the day before. Interesting. Older standard stuff. Older standard stuff is definitely running out. That's wild. And stuff like, stuff that's good like right now, like Dragapult. Dragapult's easily like a tier one, tier two deck. Dragapults are slowly running out as well. There's very low qualities of Dragapult. Like I'm looking right now, regular Dragapult, there's only 16 of them selling and 43 people are buying. The quantities have gone down over the past week. It's just like weird stuff like that. So like Zashin right now. Okay. Uh, full mm-hmm. Art Zashin. There's only eight Full Art Zashins available, but 30 people are buying. Regular Zashins, if you count both the promo and the regular one, there's about 66 of them out there. And there's about 100 people buying. So those are becoming less and less common. Definitely a seller's market right now. Yes. And I don't think that will be the case forever. Yeah. Blaziken VMAX is also another good example. There's only 28 Blaziken VMAXs, and there's 50 people buying, so there's twice as many buyers as sellers. Yeah, there's just a lot of... Um, if it's semi-meta relevant, and it's kind of older, I think there's a shortage coming. 
of those. So nice. my expectation, this is okay. So this is all leading up to my end game prediction. This is Owen's end game prediction on TCGO slash TCG Live. Okay. So my predictions, I've been following the market, been scratching my beard, saying, "Hmm, I think you know." I have a very big fondness for Victini VMAX. I think that yes. deck is really cool. I've loved that deck when Welder was when it first came out. I like it now. I always remind Jesse, like, "Oh man, we overpaid for our Victinis." I always like check up and see, like, yeah, Victini VMAX, uh, the like TCG player price, like in our in, like the physical cards. And Victini VMAX is like always slowly approaching like no selling, no sold copies. Okay. However, it hasn't really spiked in price. I know it's not like a super tier one deck. Like it's probably like two, tier two, tier three. Sure. Yeah. Like it's an annoying deck, but will it win tournaments? You really need a good bracket to win tournaments. Like you need an extreme right. good luck and an extremely good bracket. But the price, Rob, is not going up. Somebody's going to go snatch it up right now, but it's weird that the supply is going down and the price is staying the same. Yes, which is strange. And also, another thing is, like, there are certain cards that are very, very, very desirable. And I've also been keeping track on Shadow Rider, because I've been trying to, trying to obtain Shadow Riders from my account. Okay. And Shadow Riders seem like they always, like, approach, like, a dangerously low supply, but it always seems to refill itself. It's been consistently like twenty seven for like a week and a half now. Victini has not refilled itself. Not yet, but it's still worth only four packs. But let's go back to Shadow Rider. Shadow Rider has been always approach. It's like it's slowly approaching like towards the end of like the supply chain. Like we're running out of supply of Shadow Rider, but it's always staying like twenty seven. And I think a lot of those like if you know like I'm gonna call them whale accounts. These whales have like hundreds of copies of Shadow Rider. I I I'm, I'm predicting like there's these like people that just have like I have gold ultra balls, I have the Blastoise sleeves, I have the tropical beaches, like they have like many, many quantities of tropical like these people have like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of TCGO cards. And they're just trying to unload them slowly. Because they could easily meet the demand. The buying demand. I was expecting that the cards would have just gone through, like, the roof because of how crazy the buy demand is. But there's, like, this tug of war. You don't want to, like, restrict the supply so much because Mm -hmm. you do, at some point, you do have to offload the cards. Right, otherwise you're just losing them. Correct. And I think they're just slowly leaking these cards out in the market. Okay, so you think, do you think that the market's going to get flooded right before the sunset then? I think what's going to happen is that I think you want the older standard cards and not the Evolving Skies cards. Because, kind of like confirms my suspicion with Victini V, people are not going back into, vi- into Vivid Voltage to open Victini Vs, right? Right, right. Vivid Voltage, kind of a stinky set, unless you're really, really, really desperate for Victini Vs. Otherwise, I think you're not really going to go for it. What I think is going to happen is a lot of the cards from the older, slightly older standard sets are going to just be completely wiped out. And the market will get completely flooded with the most current set, which is Evolving Skies. I think like Umbreon's, Suicune's, Leafeon's, and all that will be worth almost nothing. All right. I like this prediction. It's a bold prediction. So you can only transfer 125 packs, right? 
Yep. So what do you do if you have like a crazy amount of Evolving Skies packs? You open them, right? Yep. Or you trade it for cards that you don't have. Right. Which would be older, playable, good cards. Your Blaziken VMAXs, your Victini VMAXs, your Urshis, your Zashins. I could see even see something like Inteleon from Sun and Moon or even some of the Shining, like the Shining Fates and the Champion's Path Shining stuff uh-huh. could go up to the moon. Otherwise, you open the Evolving Skies. And I think what's going to happen is is that we're going to get completely flooded. And those cards, those Evolving Sky cards, won't be worth anything. Which is why I'm holding off from buying like something like Suicune or Leafeon. Umbreon, mm-hmm. even. And the funny thing is, is like my prediction is like slowly kind of coming true. Because Umbreon VMAX, like a week ago, was about 26, 27. It's currently today 22. And there's still plenty of copies available. Even Suicune, which is arguably the best deck in the format, you'd think everybody would be clamoring for Suicune. There's 118 copies of Suicune available on the on the market currently. Well, I should say that I think Suicune has had a little bit of a downturn. It's not. I think it's still tier one, but maybe not quite the number one deck. I think that that's kind of shifted to Umbreon and Single Strike or Shifu. So if you think Single Strike is the number one deck, let's take a look at Umbreon's. Regular Umbreon's, are, there's still 113 still of them available. There's still a very, very high supply of Umbreon's and Umbreon VMAXs compared to something like Shadow Rider, which only has 41. And Shadow Rider is not even considered like super amazing right now. Right. There's only one 41 copies of the regular Shadow Rider available. There's only four copies of the Rainbow Shadow Rider so those are pretty much out of the picture. And the, the person, the lowest price on Rainbow Shadow Rider is 45 Like, give me a break. Like, VMAX Shadow Rider ain't worth 45 buddy. Yeah, that's pretty expensive. The thing about the the Rainbow VMAXs versus the regular art VMAXs, you're not, it's not a 20-pack difference. Like, you, you can go to any example. I just think that the supply is so low on the Rainbows that... That they're trying to milk it. Yeah, they're going to milk it. I don't think they're ever going to get 45 though. And that's only once... I think, like, Chilling Rain? Chilling Rain was only one step back. I think the supply of the Evolving Skies, Vs, and Vmaxes will be insane. Because, like, I, 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 even, like, something like Urshi right now. Urshi is in extremely low, surpri- low supplies. Urshi Fu, uh, Rapid Strike, there's only 34 of them available. There's, like, 34 available for selling, and 60 people are buying, and they're right around 15. So you have, like, double, there's the double amount of buyers there are sellers. And that's not the case for pretty much any of the Evolving Skies stuff. Evolving Skies is very close to one-to-one. Okay. That's a point in my favor for my prediction. Whereas, like, a lot of the other older VMAXs have, like, there's only, there's twice as many buyers as there are sellers. And it's really exaggerated on stuff that's really good, but old, like Dragapult, or Urshifu, or Victini, which are all, like, tier one, Victini, tier two kind of decks. Even stuff like Alcremie. Alcremie has, like, has eight sellers, 24 buyers. I think older stuff is running out. I personally have picked up a bunch of rainbow art cards because I personally I have a lot of rainbow trainers. And those cards will run out really quickly. And if I want to liquidate them before the end game, I can. I'll just liquidate them for whatever packs. So like days before the set, if people are really, really, really that desperate for rainbow trainers, I can always just get rid of them and go transfer them into, I guess, chilling rain packs and then try it for... Finish out like Shadow Rider. I'm trying to finish out Shadow Rider. I need some Sweet Coons. I need some Umbreons. Could use a handful of Galarian Moltresses. But yeah, that's my predictions. So can you say those predictions succinctly for us? So one is that if Evolving Skies is going to be worthless, and the other is that the older 
standard cards are going to be much more valuable because people aren't opening up those packs as much. Correct. And packs that you're getting from tournaments are, you're getting off the bat on tournaments, you're getting three Evolving Skies, and the latter packs are also Evolving Skies. And I think the first thing people want to do with their coins, natural instinct, if they're like, if they don't really don't have a strategy going into it, and they're they just like, oh, I gotta spend all the coins. They're gonna spend their coins on Evolving Skies. Right, so then they'll get, even if those are locked packs, they'll still have some packs that will push them to open more. Yeah. Correct. If you had, like, two copies of Suicune, and then you open three in your coin packs, then you're obviously going to dump one. Despite them being locked, it still increases the overall supply of Evolving Sky stuff. And I think towards the end, towards the end times, I think people are going to just op- start rapidly opening packs, and the packs that are left currently circulating and floating around are Evolving Skies, and then those cards will just be just in such an abundant supply that people will just literally get rid of them. I think people will just get rid of the Evolving Sky cards for anything, literally anything else. Because, let's say, you're like, oh, like this, there's like, I don't know, it's not going to be thousands, but there's just like so many Suicunes, and I already have all the Suicunes. Well, I have like eight, like, let's say I have eight Suicunes. I don't need any more Evolving Scar cards. I'll literally give you a Suicune for like five Chilling Rain packs. Like, they'll probably end up trading that stuff off for other packs. And they won't be there because people have already opened some of the other older packs. And those are just in lesser quantities. Like, there's not as many Chilling Rain or like Battle Style packs floating around. Um, So they're highly sought after. I think Shadow Rider is like a super high priority to get right now. These all sound like good predictions. Uh, I hope that it comes true because I definitely have some cards I'm looking for in Evolving Skies that I'd love to get on the cheap. I haven't even attempted to get Umbreons because they've been so expensive. Same. Yeah, I will definitely be looking to clean up my account before the sunset here. Keep your eye on the market, everybody. Again, these are just predictions. This could all go completely sideways. I think my predictions about the older stuff is going to be true. Whether or not the end game the last couple days with Evolving Sky cards... Who knows? Maybe people don't open as much Evolving Skies as I think, and then these Evolving Sky cards become crazy expensive as well, and they just follow suit, similar to the Urshis and the Calyrex Riders. Anything else you want to add for tonight's pod? The only thing I want to add is that we appreciate your listenership. Please give us five stars on any podcasting app platform. Give us a five stars. Give us a good review. That'd be nice. Follow us for Twitter for updates. All right. See y'all next time. time. Save Victini one more time, I swear to God.